Welcome to another edition of VP Live Talk Radio. <laughs> I should have that set up before, but I didn't. No big deal. Here I am. Okay. I have to do another show. There's many reasons why I have to do another show, not just because of the shit show that's going on around the world, but around the country, I should say. Really around the world, around the world and here. There's a shit show going on around the country, and then there's a fucking, there's its own shit show going on on top of the shit show that's going on. So we got two shit shows going on in this country, and it's just going to get worse. (laughs) It's just going to get worse. It's just going to get worse. It's crazy. For my, for my fans that listen that aren't in the United States, which according to my statistics are about 17% of you, you should be happy you're not here right now because it's crazy. It's fucking crazy. I am 48 years old. Fucking 48 years old I am. Jesus Christ. I've never seen anything like this going on in the United States right now. I just haven't. I haven't seen anything like this. It's un fucking believable (laughs) i just i don't believe it i'll explain it to you people in a second well you know what i'm gonna explain it now because i want i there's some people i'm gonna be bringing on i have to discuss vaping and partisan politics vapors don't seem to understand that there's politics involved in vaping duh (laughs) fuck how do you not know that there's partisan? okay this is the way it is it's been this way for years and years and years and years and years Most Democrats, I won't say all, it's not fair to say all, most Democrats, I think it's fair to say 85% of them and above, are anti-vaping, and they want this shit off the market. It's that simple. You're not going to reason with them. You're not going to be able to talk them into it by showing them your studies or talking about your experience or showing them stories of other people. They don't give a fuck. They're done. They're against it. All these Big tobacco, all these, all these anti-tobacco groups, anti-tobacco groups have been giving them tons and tons of money all these years, okay? You haven't given them shit. They don't care, okay? They don't care. You might be able to convince two or three. You're not going to be able to convince a majority of them. It's not going to ever happen. But I'll get to why that's not going to happen after I bring my guest on. <laughs> There's so much I've talked about. Oh, and I just want to say this too before I start anything. This is very important. Very, very important. I want to say this first. Years, uh, not years ago, it was probably two years ago. I believe it was two years ago. It was the last time they tried to bring up a flavor ban here in Connecticut, an e-cigarette vaping flavor. They wanted to ban all flavors except for tobacco and menthol. So, of course, I went to the hearing. Greg. Our dear friend, Greg Connolly, he came here to Connecticut. He went to the hearing. In fact, there was only three of us. There was me. <laughs> there was me, Greg Connolly, and uh, some other guy that owned a store here in Connecticut. There's just three of us. Isn't that shameful? Out of all this, only three of us showed up. Anyway, it was, we were talking to the uh, legislation hearing. Greg was up giving his, you know, testimony. During the testimony, there was this woman named Liz. Liz Linehan, Representative Liz Linehan from Southington, Connecticut. She was the chair of the committee. And while Greg was speaking, she was very, very rudely not paying attention to him, rolling her eyes if she was. Uh, Towards the end of his uh, testimony, she just simply got up and walked out of the room. Some guy showed up. I'm assuming it's her husband. 
They went off and they walked out of the room and they left. She could have cared less what we had to say. Everybody else stayed to listen to us. Everybody else was nice. Everybody else was responsive. She rudely got up with her fucking attitude and walked out. Like, well, who are we? Like, we're scum. Like, oh, I don't want to hear this shit. So anyway, come to this time. She's running for (laughs) re-election. Right? So I see her, and I see her. uh, She goes into, this was the stupidest thing she's ever done. Let me tell you something. If you're going to get into politics, you're going to be a politician, never respond to social media uh, uh, nothing. No, respond to nothing in social media, whether it's good or bad. Don't respond. You can post all you want. You never respond. Never, ever, ever, ever. So this dummy's going into Facebook, their local town Facebook, and responding to stuff, right? And not only that, she's posting stuff. She's boasting about how great she is and, oh, my God, why well, you have to reelect her and all the good she's done and blah, blah, blah. So I went in their town, their little town Facebook, because I live in the town next door. So I went to the Little Town Facebook. I said, listen, I just want everybody to know that if you vote for Liz, she's anti-e-cigarette. If you use these things to stay off cigarettes or quit smoking, she doesn't want them. She wants to ban all flavors. So stupid Liz got nuts and started arguing with me in there about it. I never said that. So that, <laughs> so that I proved that she did say it. Uh, then it was, well, it didn't go through. It didn't go through not because of her. It didn't go through because it went to the higher-ups and the Republicans said, yeah, it's not going to happen. That's why it didn't go through. Big dummy. Had nothing to do with her, but then I put this out there and then it started a debate, it started a discussion, and she started to panic a little bit. She started to panic a little bit. So then I did this a few days later and she actually came out and said, I have no, there's no flake. She is sure there's no flavor bans coming up. She would not endorse a flavor ban, she said. All of a sudden, she's for e-cigarettes. All of a sudden, she's for them. Why? Because she wants to get voted in again. I understand that. But that's fine. That's fine. You know what? I have a record of her now saying, I do not support a ban on flavored e-cigarettes, okay? And there's none coming, and I wouldn't support one if there was. Beautiful. If there's ever a hearing again, I'll shove it right in her face. I'll say, you remember this, Liz? Do I think she'll hold up to it? Probably not. Who knows? We'll give Liz a chance. Maybe. Not all politicians are liars and fucks. Maybe she might. She might, she might hold up to it and say, I'm not going to do that. And the amazing thing is she only won by 71 votes. 71 fucking votes. That's all she won by. If I went on this fucking tirade, if I really put my effort into it, I could have got her to lose. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. But this is what you do. You follow this shit. This is how you stop things in your... This is what you got to do. You can't count on the big government right now because Joe's going to be coming in. He's going to be coming in. And you're not going to convince Joe of vaping. You're just not. Obama was different. Well, Obama didn't do anything. Obama didn't do anything because he was a smoker. And I think he really understood vaping. And I think he more than likely knew some people that used it. There's certainly pictures of his daughter using a, uh, an e-cigarette. Um, and I, I just think he was more, even though the Democrats were against it, I just think he was more understanding of it. So he just didn't do anything with it. He didn't, you know, unban it. But he just did his best to leave it alone. That's not the case with Joe. It's not the case with Joe. And I'll explain why that's not the case with Joe. I got to bring. <laughs> I got so much to say. It's all coming out. But yes, uh, Liz, Liz Lyon had talked about that. That was a great thing. Uh, the media and what they're doing is absolutely insane. Hang on. Lawrence, just hang on one minute. I'll bring you on in two minutes. I just have to talk about. Well, actually, I'll bring Lawrence on. Hang on. Let me bring Lawrence on and then we'll discuss this. I'm not going to have him wait anymore. Let's see.
Let's do that. Like that. And we're going to bring him on over this. Hello? What's going on? There we go. Can you hear me? Like that. What is going on? Hello? Can you hear me? There we go. Can you hear me? (laughs) (laughs) Hello? For some reason, Skype decided to open up in two places. But you can hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, that's good. Okay. I can hear you too. Okay. How are you, sir? I'm good. How are you? I'm very very wonderful. I'm just going off on a tangent. I can't help myself. There's so much to talk about. I can't, oh, yeah. By the way, the call-in number is 347-202-1162. If you want to call in, by all means, call in. Because if you go on social media and you try to talk to me there, I'm not going to respond. I never do. Don't you understand that I never do? I never respond. I'll respond on here. You can call in. I'll have a conversation with you. I'll have a debate or an argument with you. I'm not going to do it on Twitter or on Facebook. It's just not fun that way. <laughs> right. It's just not fun. So anyway, I, I'm all over the place. But I, I talked about Liz Linehan. That's wonderful. Okay, before we get to all this crazy stuff about vaping and, and how vapors don't understand there's politics involved in vaping, which baffles my fucking mind, um, I have to get with everything that's going on here because we do have people that listen outside the United States that really don't know what's going on here. So understand what's going on here, okay? So what happened was we, we, we had a president. Now, understand from the beginning, the media here, about 90% of it, has been very against Donald Trump for four years. They've bashed him. They've and critiqued him. They've not just him, but anybody, his supporters. I mean, they have just gone off on this guy. CNN being the worst, the worst offender of all their content is, is bashing Donald Trump over and over and over and over. Okay. Just this went on and on and on and on. Now, what happened was election time came and big tech companies like Google and Facebook and Twitter, they needed to show support for whoever the pre- the Democrat uh, r- was running, which ended up being Joe Biden, which I know you're probably wondering, how in the hell did that guy even get nominated? He can barely put a sentence together. I don't know. I can't answer that. I mean, that's insane to me. I guess the Democrats didn't even want Joe Biden. I think they're shocked that he won. But somehow they were, they were able to prop him up and get him out there. He's not going to last four years, just so everybody knows. Um, he has mild dementia. If you don't believe me, there's a doctor that did this phenomenal video. I'm sure you can find it on YouTube um, where he studied like 100 or 1,000 hours of Joe Biden. And he explains how Joe Biden has mild dementia. He doesn't have full, just mild. He's in the mild stages, though. It's going to get worse. He's not going to make it through four years. I think everybody knows that. So I just need a drink of water. Anyway, so this Joe Biden is somehow running as president, okay? So what happened was, as we were getting closer and closer to election time, social media started censoring things, which they were defining as fact-checking <laughs> certain things, so at certain things that would either hurt Biden's chances or help Trump's chances. Is that a good way to put it, Lawrence? I mean, I don't know how else to put it. They were pretty much censoring like they were fact-checking anything that was negative about Joe Biden, but not a damn thing that could have been negative about Trump. Uh, I want to say that we just had a bunch of blinders on. You know, it's people wanted to see what they wanted to see, and if they were gung-ho about getting Trump out of office, then 
That's what they wanted to see. They only wanted to see things that were bashing Trump, bashing what he did. They could care less. They just, they didn't care that it was Biden. They didn't care who was the Democratic president. They just wanted Trump out of office. Well, I mean, I, I could see that. But when it came to, okay, number one, Facebook's fact-checking. I've never seen one single fact-checked that was a either negative or possibly false story about Donald Trump where everyone was joking. I really looked. Twitter, I found one. I found one. That was it. All the re- I mean, I mean, listen, we all know that at the end of the day, Twitter and Facebook and Google wanted Joe Biden to win. Why do they want Joe Biden to win? It's very simple, because Donald Trump was about to take away a law that protects them. And they would have been fucked if this law was taken away or they feel like, well, they probably would have been fucked if this law was taken away. Trump was going after him and they knew it. Trump, the Twitter, Facebook, Google, especially Google. Google is a monopoly. And the Democrats helped them get this monopoly. So they're going to continue to keep Democrats things. They want to continue this monopoly, whereas Trump was going to break it up. They didn't like that. So it's pretty much you have the media against Trump. You have uh, all the big Facebook tech. They're all against Trump. It was like pretty much almost everybody against this Trump. Okay. now for people to understand, Kevin, why did you want Trump to win? Because I work in the vape industry. That's why. And I want to keep my business. That's why I wanted him to win. That's the only fucking, well, not just that. That and the fact that he understands that we have to have freedoms and that we live in the land of the free and that we should be able to have choice. And there's, you know, there's things. I don't agree with everything Republicans do. I don't. For example, I don't agree with their stance on, on abortion. I think a woman has a right to get a fucking abortion. I don't agree with the Republicans on that. They're wrong on that. I don't agree with their, their uh, uh, stance on drugs, about marijuana especially. They're very wrong about that. Um, so there are absolutely things that I do not agree with them on. But when it comes down to it, I sell e-liquid for a living. And I have one guy who I'm sure is going to keep me in business or make sure I don't go out of business where he doesn't let the FDA regulate me out of business. And then I got another guy who I know motherfucking well. If he goes in there, he's even stated, I'm putting you out of business. So I'm going to vote for the guy that's not going to put me out of business. That's all it comes down to. It's that simple for me. Yes, I'm a one-issue voter, maybe two-issue voter tops. That's it. Because that's my livelihood. That's how I make a living. That's how I make money. So, if, of course, I want fucking Trump to win. I don't want to lose my business. Right. So that's where it stands for me. So you people understand. So anyway, so we have this election. This all this. So, okay, election night. Here's where it got crazy. And Lawrence, did it not go crazy? Because election night, the night of the election, I was going through all the networks, and they looked like someone had died, because <laughs> because Trump was winning all these states. And like, okay, so I go on to CBS, uh, CBS News. I couldn't believe this. I go on to CBS News. They first come on the air. Nora O'Donnell. She shouldn't be uh, fucking being a reporter because she's biased and she's very clear about her being biased and she shouldn't be, but she is. Anyway, she's announcing the election results. She's just coming on the air. And after she announces them, she has this frown on her face and she says, don't worry. What does that mean, don't worry? What the fuck is that? How, how is that unbiased reporting when you say don't worry and you're reporting the election results that are showing that it's in favor of Trump? So that night, people were thinking, holy shit, Trump might have won this, right? Then That's we, the silent uh, wink. Yeah. That's what the don't worry was. And, and, and then we woke up the next morning. Boom. It all changed. All, all of a sudden, Biden's this, Biden. And then this went on for I don't know how many days. We were uncertain for several days. 
who would become president. Then they finally, what was that? I think it was Saturday. Saturday, they finally announced that Joe Biden was the president-elect. Why are they saying elect? Because he's technically not the president yet. For people that don't, that don't live here and don't understand, we still have to go through the process of, I believe it's December 12th or something, the Electoral College uh, actually yeah. confirms it. And then January 20th is when he would officially become the president of the United States. That's when he gets sworn in. Yeah, so he gets sworn in. So now what's happened is, is now that he's been announced a president-elect, usually the other president that lost concedes. But Donald Trump is not conceding. He's saying no. He feels that there was voter fraud and that it was taken from him, and he feels that he won. Now, for people to understand, back in 20, or 2000 this happened. Uh, Bush challenged the uh, Gore election, and Bush ended up winning. I understand that was a lot closer race. We were talking about 500 votes as opposed to what's going on with this. Do I think Donald Trump has a chance of winning legally and doing what he's doing now? Probably not. Um, I just don't see it. I don't know if I'm missing something. I, 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 okay, put it this way. There is absolutely voter fraud. We know that. We know that. I actually learned this years ago when Rush, you, you guys know Rush, used to do his podcast years and years ago. Remember, he used to go, remember he used to go to vote and he used to vote like four or five times for the, you know, when you go around different places and do it in New York City. He showed how easy it was to, you know, commit voter fraud. It was very easy. I, right. I, well, Nobody knows what I'm talking about. Russ is probably freaking out. Oh, my God. <laughs> he did a podcast talking about it. But anyway, so so that's what he did. And voter fraud happens, and I am sure voter fraud happens in this election. I am sure it happened. What I don't believe is enough of it happened to make it where Trump would have won. That's what I don't believe. And we shouldn't overlook it, and something should be done because it shouldn't be happening. And It's insane that that's happening now in fucking 2020. But— I just don't think it's enough. I think there's a very slim chance uh, Donald Trump has a chance of remaining president. And I'll tell you what, if he does somehow pull that off, everybody needs to turn their TVs on and live outside the United States because there's going to be a civil war. There's going to be a civil war. There's going to be they're going to blow up the cities. Let me tell you something. When Joe Biden was announced the winner. You can't deny this. Lawrence won't either. Nobody will. You can't. When Joe Biden last Saturday was announced the winner, there were no riots. There were no buildings burning, no cities on fire. None of that. None of that. They were, they were all crowding up in the street and not social distancing, um, but there was no violence. There was no burning built. Nothing. That didn't happen at all. Nothing but if they reversed it and they said that somehow in some court hearing Trump does end up president, there will, there will be, it'll be chaos. This country will fucking burn down. They'll burn down this country. Oh, yeah. I think the West Coast would be burnt off the map. Yes. If that I mean, I'm sorry. I don't know why. Dem- and I don't know if it's Democrats or the people that are for Democrats or these crazy groups. All I know is whenever Democrats lose shit. Shit burns up and shit goes crazy. But when the Republicans, that doesn't happen. That, that's just a fact. I mean, you got to be stupid if you don't see that. Everybody in this country sees that. That's what happens. So if Trump was to get it reversed, you better be armed, everybody. You better have a gun. You better have something. Because holy fuck. <laughs> I can't even imagine. Now, I'm not as worried about it because I'm not in a big city. You know, I'm not. I, I'm, I'm, I'm 
pretty I'm in a little town. I mean, I'm, I'm not that concerned about it, uh, but a lot of people should be because that's some frightening ass shit. So that's what's going on with this. Our media is going crazy. Our, our, you know, it's funny. They reported the other day they were showing all the Biden rallies where people were celebrating and everybody's going, hey, they're not social distancing. What the fuck is that? Why is that OK? Right. Well, the media was saying, well, most of them were wearing masks. And mm-hmm. and then one of them, I couldn't believe this. They even CBS this morning again. Sorry, CBS. I, I watch CBS this morning every morning, but this is fucking nuts. I can't believe they, they said this. They said during a report when they were reporting on this. They said most of the people were wearing masks, and there's no proof that social distancing prevents uh, COVID. Oh. <laughs> they said that. So they said, okay, well, they were fine because there's no proof that, that social distancing does prevent it, and they were all wearing masks, so it's okay. you got to be fucking kidding me. They don't understand. CBS this morning, like I said, I watch you every morning. I watch this Tony DeCopo. I like the guy. I think he's good. I, you know, I, poor Tony. I think he tries to do his best to get stuff out there, and it's tough. He's working with the, against the media and all this bullshit. But you got to be fucking kidding me. You think your viewers are that stupid that they would watch that and actually believe when you say that? I mean, don't you think that's insulting your viewers? Like, you people are so dumb. And then the very next day, you have stories again about social distancing? Get the fuck out of here. We, and I know this happens everywhere, I guess, with media across the, across the world, but oh my God, it's horrific here. Absolutely horrific. So that's where we are with all this shit that's going on. And that's why, so you people can understand, I was for, and I'm going to continue to be for any, I don't care who the fuck it is. I don't care if the Republicans, Mickey Mouse, I'll be for fucking Mickey Mouse because Mickey Mouse doesn't want to put me out of business and Democrats do. And Lawrence has been around long enough to understand that politics play into vaping. We don't choose that. We didn't make that decision. Somehow it happened that Democrats were against it and Republicans were for it. Not surprisingly, but that's how it happened. It's that way now. There's nothing we can do about that. Nothing we can do about that. We're going to have Biden as the president. Lawrence, you agree, right? We're probably going to have Biden as the president. I mean, it is what it is. This Trump ain't going to win. Uh, we're definitely going to have Biden. Yeah, as we're, we're going to have Biden. So now we have to do now as an industry, as a vape industry. I know a lot of you want to be positive and say we got to stay positive and we got to convince Joe. You're not convincing Joe. I want to do something first before I get in this discussion because somebody brought this up and they're fucking wrong. I forgot where I saw it, but somebody was there is a actual audio of Joe Biden saying what he would do to the vapor industry. Now people keep on saying that this was during the height of when the Avali came out. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. This was done in January of 2020. This was way after the Avali thing happened. The Avali thing started happening last summer. I know it because I can, I'll bring up my sales. My sales plummeted fucking 40% in the summer. It started in the summer. It didn't start in January of 2020. We'd already been six months into it by that point. So you're lying when you're saying that, oh, he was responding to the volley. No, he wasn't. And in fact, I'm going to play the guy asking him the question. This is at some sort of town hall, and he's taking questions, and the guy asking him about vaping never even brings up a volley. So you're lying when you're saying that Joe was referring to when he said that he was talking about with e-cigarettes and a volley. No, he wasn't. That is not true. Listen closely. I will play it. The whole thing. Hey, um... 
My question is concerning the vapor industry. Um, over the past several months, the Trump administration thought over proposed regulations and then recently just came out with a much more narrow plan to target just the products that are the most popular amongst our youth. And it would largely leave small businesses unaffected. Um, my question to you is, is, have you met with any of the small business owners in, the, in that space to see how these regulations impact them or how they think that we should continue forward in order to prevent youth access to these products? Okay, before I play his answer, you heard that, right, Lawrence? I sure did. Nowhere did he say a volley, death, nothing. Very uh, simple. Okay, I'm going to play his answer. Hang on. Hang on a second. That's not his answer. <laughs> One industry. second. Um, I got excited. Over the several months. Do you is is have you met with go. any of the small business owners in the in that space to see how Here's these regulations answer. impact them, or how they think that we should continue forward in order to prevent youth access to these products? The answer is I have not met with any of the particular individual small business people selling the vaping equipment and the kinds of material that you can in include and in, uh, in, in, in put in the pipe. But I tell you what, one of the things that, you know, everybody knows who Donald Trump is. We've got to let them know who we are. At least I let them know who I am. And I choose science over fiction. And so if the science is demonstrating it's doing great damage, then I don't care what it does to a small business person who's selling this stuff. If it is damaging lungs, if it's causing the kind of damage that is said and that study's not been fully done yet, if it turns out that it is, then I would eliminate it. I would make it, I, I would go after it in a hard way. I would make it broader, not just where he is. Okay, do you hear that? Now, here's, here's what the people are saying to me, Lawrence, which is just unbelievable. What they say is, is, see, he wants to see the science. We just have to show him the science and he won't do anything. No, don't you understand? Let me explain it to you, dummies, because you don't get it. Listen to this. Listen to this. Here's Biden's pandemic advisory team. Why is this important? I'll tell you why in a second. Two of his key players on his pandemic advisory team are Vivek Murthy, who's the former Surgeon General. We all know how he feels about vaping. There's Mr. David Kessler. Who's he? He's the former head of the FDA. We all remember how he feels about vaping, okay? Now, what do you think's going to happen when he takes on the vaping subject? He's going to go to his buddies, his advisory team, say, listen, guys, say, Vivac, David, what's going on with these e-cigarettes? You got to tell me. You know what they're going to say? They're going to say, you got to ban them, Joe. You got to ban all flavors. They're hooking kids. It's big tobacco trying to get kids hooked on nicotine. And Joe's going to say, well, I really need to see the science. They're going to say, oh, Joe, we got plenty of science for you to see. They're going to show him science that says it's damaging the lungs, that it's addictive, that it has heavy metals, that it fucking, I don't know, makes you blind, makes you fucking uh, knock in an erection. God knows. They'll show him science that'll make it like it's the most evil shit in the world. He'll go, oh, my God. And it's done. It's done. You can sit there all day and say, Joe, we're the vapor industry. Can we meet with you? He's going to say, go fuck yourself. My doctor said you suck. Oh, and let's not forget, let's not forget that Michael Bloomberg, there's two other players in his team here. Michael Bloomberg gave him over $100 million 
for Florida so he could can't so he could win Florida. He didn't win Florida. It was a waste of money. Doesn't matter. Michael Bloomberg gave him over $100 million. Go back to January of this year. January of this year with this, Michael Bloomberg was being interviewed. What was one of the first things he was going to do as president of the United States? What was his answer? One of the first things he said, I'm going to ban all flavored nicotine products. So what do you think? When, he, when Joe's behold, listen, Joe's him a favor or two or maybe four. That's a lot of money, $100 million. What do you think Michael's going to be putting in Joe's ear? What do you think Kamala Harris is going to be putting in his ear? Just in January herself, her, listen to this shit. Where's this shit? Fucking Kamala, Dianne Feinstein, Senator Pat Murray, all these fucking cocksuckers wrote the FDA demanding all flavored vapor products be removed immediately. All of them. What makes you think you're going to f- convince these fucking people? Are you stupid? You've got, it's called the writing on the wall. You have to be able to look at the writing on the wall. The writing on the wall says you're fucked. That's what it says. Now, if you want to play games and all be happy and let's live in happy land and say, let's try and convince them. Have fun. They're going to slam the door on you. Say, go fuck yourself. Not interested. Unless you have $100 million you want to give them. You want to donate $100 million? You might get a conversation with them. Then you might change their mind. Until then, ah, go fuck yourself. That's what you're going to get. Flavor ban, full effect all over the country by 2021. Mark my words. I have 10 years of these fucking podcasts. I can go on and on and on and on and on as shit that I said that all end up coming true. Mark my words again. By 2021, full flavor ban. Done. Mm-hmm. Wake up. Wake the fuck up. <laughs> I mean, holy shit. People are so dumb. Listen, I've been in this over 11 years. I'm not some new guy that doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. I've seen it all. I've, I have stuck by, I have stuck, I have friends, and you know this, Lawrence, you do too, that dropped out years ago. They said, you guys are stupid. This shit's done, and they dropped out years ago. And stupid Lawrence, I just stood around like, we're going to keep on going. I'm glad I did. <laughs> I'm sure Lawrence is glad he did too. A lot of us are. But you know what? You got to see the writing on the wall. That's the writing on the wall. Okay? It's just that simple. You're going to have to find ways to either work around. Now, don't get me wrong. There's going to be a humongo black market. It's going to be insane. It's going to be nuts. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, I want to answer Stefan's question, too, because Stefan had a good question. Stefan said, well, you know what? Most of the e-cigarette industry is running illegally now anyway, so what does it matter if they ban it? What does it matter if they ban it or not? Like, they're all running illegally anyway mostly, right? Okay, I can answer that question. I'll tell you why it matters, Stefan. This is why. Because... When an official ban comes out, what happens is, is all these companies that are selling now have no way to take payments. You can't get merchant services. You, can't, you have no way to take payments. I mean, listen, we don't drive around. People don't drive around fucking selling the shit out of the trunk of your car. I mean, that's ridiculous. They sell online. They go online and they sell the products online. We would have no way. None, nobody would have any way to take merchant services. So they wouldn't be able to stay in business. You know, sure, you could sell to existing customers and take PayPal payments or Vemos and do shit like that. You have no way to get any new customers. You're done as a business. It's over. If I can't have Google customers for my business, I'm done. I can't stay in business. I depend on them. So, yes, that would fucking disseminate the industry. And, yes, you'd have a black market and all this other shit, but it doesn't matter. So that's why. That, That answers Stefan's question. I hope everybody understands now. I'm not trying to be negative or be a dick. I'm just being a realist. You have to see the writing on the wall. 
So what you do, everybody goes, well, what the fuck do we do then? Well, there's what you do. If you have a business, keep on going, man. Fuck that. Keep on going. Sell, 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 sell. Sell until someone says from them you can't anymore. They're not going to come and march into your business and take you away in cuffs. It doesn't work that way. They're going to send you a letter. Hey, you selling anything? And then when you get the letter, you go, uh, not anymore. <laughs> and that's it. Anytime you're going to stop. And, and then what do I do now? Then you go to synthetic nicotine. Now, it's going to take them a little while longer to go after synthetic. I know you're all going to say, oh, they could do the same. Sure, Joe can try to put out an executive order banning flavors and throwing synthetic nicotine in there. It's not going to work. The FDA has no regulation over synthetic nicotine. Nobody has any regulation over synthetic nicotine right now. You just can't do that. He'd have to have a whole – it's going to take a while. It'll well, take it'd a while. It, I mean, it's – yeah. I mean, it's it – Synthetic would fall for pharmaceutical, that's why. So synthetic would fall under pharmaceutical. Correct. Is what you're saying. So, yeah. But so, and then they would have to go through a process, right? They just can't say, well, it's pharmaceutical, so we're taking it off the market. They'd have to create a process for, I don't know, somehow for it to, uh, I mean, how would that work, actually? I don't even know how that would work. How would they, how would they do that then? Uh, it would be the same process as if you were um, releasing any kind of a new drug. Okay. So if you wanted to put a uh, hold on one second. Okay, that's better. We'll be there. Yeah. Okay. So it'd be the same process as if you were going to release a new drug onto the market. So then you um, could, so then you can put it on the market then, right? Then then you can't have it. So the only thing with synthetic that would be the issue is if you have um local legislators or local counties local cities that want to ban flavored nicotine well yes if they but my question is this because now now you now i didn't understand so if it's a pharmaceutical couldn't the fda just say well you can't have it on the market then it's got to go through a pharmaceutical process first is it just automatically eliminated from being on the market well, not really, because you have other drugs that develop and come onto the market and they start their um, – uh, it's kind of how you would go through PMTAs with tobacco. It's the same thing as you'd be go through a – I don't know the technical lingo, but you would – if you just if you developed a, a supplement or a drug that cures an itchy ass or something. Yeah. Um, then you'd have to go and get the testing and you'd have to go through all these motions and those motions take – these drugs, oh, what, five, ten years sometimes? Right, I understand yeah. that, but but aren't but then aren't you not allowed? Couldn't they just come and say you can't sell that? Then you can't sell synthetic nicotine because you didn't go through a uh, the uh, process yet to get drug approval. Well, the first step is you have to label it first, just with e just with uh, e liquid before and nicotine based e liquid. They didn't have they couldn't do anything about it prior to 2016 because. It didn't have a label. They didn't know what it was. And then us being stupid and being these uh, radical vapors were like, well, maybe the tobacco industry will take care of us. Yeah. So we all so we all decided, let's just become a tobacco product and we can avoid going through all these other processes and maybe um, we could find some loopholes that way. Well, we see how that got us. That got us labeled as a tobacco company and instantaneously – Every single person that was making electronic cigarettes or e-liquid was labeled as a tobacco company well, right. and had to adhere to all their laws. Right, but but that happened because what we were told was it was either pull them off the market 
if they're a pharmaceutical product, if we're claiming that it's like, you know, a drug, we have to we can't sell them anymore. They're going to make us pull them off the market immediately and apply for a, a drug approval, which you're right, takes five to 10 years. Or if we became a tobacco product, we wouldn't have to go through that. So the tobacco was the lesser of two evils. So what I'm saying now is, so, so can they come out now and say, well, hey, you know, the synthetic, no, you can't sell that. Take it off the market. That's a, that's a drug. You have to have approval. I mean, they're not. I see that they're not. But could they? Or, or I mean, you're saying they can't or can they? Well, seeing how the administrations and how vape people have been trading, uh, treating vaping over the last couple of years, I feel like they can do whatever they want. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, it's not going to be – as easy to remove uh, synthetic-based nicotine off the market without all the laws that have been placed on tobacco. Remember, all your fighters against vaping is all anti-tobacco people. Right. They're all anti-tobacco. So, I mean, what's going to happen now? They're going to be anti-nicotine. Yeah. So if they if they go over to anti-nicotine, what are you going to try to tell me that they're going to go and burn down CVS and Walgreens because they sell nicotine? <laughs> yeah, it, you know, it's kind of the same thing. And, and I understand. Well, yes. And and I agree. The synthetic is more like, you know, which if you get a patch, I mean, it's the same type of nicotine, but right. you just can't sell nicotine patches. You got to get approval. So, I mean, I'm just concerned now they're going to say, well, oh, that's synthetic e-liquid. Well, no, you can't sell that. Take it off the market because that's a drug. If But you're what you're saying, I guess what you're saying is, is they haven't labeled synthetic nicotine as a drug yet so because they have it it would have to be labeled as one first then they could do something like that right but from what we know um if you if you read into a lot of what the fda has said and some of their replies and some of their comments you know if you go and read through that stuff it reads literally like stereo instructions yeah um they leave so much open to Interpret debate. Yes, interpretation. I understand that. Yeah. Yeah. And when when it comes to that, if you really look, if you focus hard on their words and you focus hard on some of the things that they've said, every single time uh, e-liquid has been mentioned, it always has the word tobacco in front of it. Yeah. Now, when it comes to synthetic, they've only addressed synthetic a few times. And from the few times that they have addressed synthetic, they have said synthetic Based nicotine will be based on a uh, a case to case basis, so they're going to go after people on a case to case basis. Well, and and they're doing that because and and they make clear if if people really read it, I know exactly what you're talking about. If they really read it, it makes very very clear what they're saying is is if you have say you have you you sell e liquid, okay, and that's all mm -hmm. you sell, and the, the, you're using synthetic nicotine. They made very clear they have no regulation over synthetic nicotine. That's not a tobacco product, okay? Only stuff that you'd be using with something that has nicotine. So, for example, like if you had a, a refillable system that came with synthetic, but you could refill it with regular nicotine, well, then no, they're going to say. But you, you don't, you're not expected to sell synthetic e-liquid to be used with nicotine. That's stupid. It already has synthetic nicotine in it. Synth an e-liquid synthetic nicotine would not be labeled a tobacco product by the FDA, and they'd say that it's not a tobacco product. But, Correct. but there is the other route they could go by saying, well, then this is a drug like patches and gums, and this has to go through the same process, which could really, really suck. But I don't know how long. Put it this way. Here's a simple. Here, let's make it simple. Let's make it very simple. Okay. 
if you're selling e-liquid with the tobacco-based nicotine, right, and you haven't filed a PMTA or you filed a discount PMTA, which is only going to last you about three or four months, once that's up, you're, you know, you're done. They can tell you right now, get the fuck off the market. If you're using the synthetic, they can't tell you anything right now. They can't tell you to take it off the market because they can't, and they can't, t- and they can't regulate. They can't do anything with it. So yeah, they don't. They don't have any laws. Yes, they don't have so any you, logs backing it. So you have a much better chance of having longer life with the synthetic. Now, what's happening? So people understand. I saw this. Uh, there is one company in particular. I don't want to say companies because it's not fair. I'm not sure if it's true or not. But there is one very big e-liquid company that changed its marketing. They changed its labels. And I believe they also started using synthetic nicotine because people are bitching and they're saying it tastes horrible. Uh, like, like I see it everywhere. For the past week, all I've seen, I've seen 50 people. Oh, my God, have you bought in this juice? Oh, my taste different. It looks like they just probably switched to synthetic nicotine, didn't say anything, didn't tell their customers, probably didn't even bother to even remix anything. They just fucking did it, and it's turning out to be horrible. I think quite a few companies are silently turning to synthetic nicotine. I highly, number one, say you do not silently change. I say you let your customers know. And you got to make sure it's perfected. You really got to make sure, you know, before you put that out there, your customers will want it and they'll be receptive to it. They'll have no problem with it. Some companies are choosing not to say anything. I think it's best to say something. I And, and, I, and I think Lawrence will probably disagree with me. He'll say, no, I should just probably do it. But, but I, I think you should be, if you're being upfront with your customers and you're letting them know upfront and, and there's going to be little to no taste difference, and if you mix it right, you can probably achieve that, um, you'll be fine. And that's probably what most everybody should be doing right now. These discount PMTAs aren't going to work for you. I'm sorry. You got three, four months tops. They're going to start calling you all out. I see a bunch of you filed PMTAs for salt nicks. You're out of your fucking minds. Have fun lying to the FDA about that, and uh, we'll see what happens when the first one of you get caught because they will catch one of you, and they will use you as an example for the rest of you. The FDA is not that dumb. They know motherfucking well that prior to August 8th of 2016, there was only one. I'm sorry, there wasn't two. There was only one. One salt nick e-liquid that was legally on the market at that time. You know what it was, Lawrence? It was called Solus. That's who it was. Solus had a salt nick on the market. The rest did not. They were in development. They didn't come out till after. They didn't come out till October, November, December. And then anything else after that, we know. So the FDA knows that there was little to none salt nick e-liquid lines on the market so all you morons filing your discount pmtas for them you're really gonna i mean you're fucking out of your mind you're gonna lie to them like that what do you think's gonna i don't know what happens when you lie to the fda to try to get approval for a product i'm not sure it's got to be a felony i would imagine (laughs) what the fuck is wrong with you people you nuts that's insane that you know what you are better off not filing shit and just keep on selling much better off than doing that, than lying to the FDA. So that's going to be interesting. A lot of these salt nick companies, I see, I get the advertisements all my emails. We, we filed for PMTA. I'm thinking, you idiots. <laughs> oh, you nuts. Who does that? So anyway, I'm sorry, Lawrence. I'm, go- <laughs> I'm going off at a tangent because I just can't believe it. So... What needs to happen is, hang on, 
Okay, I'm still on. I didn't know what was going on. Lawrence, can you hear me? I don't think he's there. Yeah, I'm still I'm still here, Kevin. Oh, oh, there you are. Okay. I don't know if you were there or not. Yeah, I'm here. Okay. Sorry, I had to go off on a uh, – I got a little excited. Hmm. I get upset. I really get upset. You know, I've been in this industry 10, 11 years. I see a lot of these companies that have dropped out. They just, they're just not in business anymore. They should be. They should stay in business. Fuck this whole PMTA, FDA. Just stop it. Stay in business. Supply this stuff for your customers. For Christ's sakes. And they can stay in business. There's an option for them. They just don't understand it. <sighs> what a shame. Anyway. I have Lawrence on because I want to discuss synthetic nicotine. Lawrence has me interested more in it. I've been talking about synthetic nicotine more with Lawrence because we had we had Taylor on a while back, which is great. We got a great discussion about synthetic nicotine. And now I'm learning more about synthetic nicotine. And everybody who has a business that sells e-liquid needs to learn about synthetic nicotine because that's your way to stay in business. And I know you're being told by others in the industry, it's just too expensive. Don't even bother. They're wrong. Or, oh, it's, it's no good. They're wrong. You know, they just want you to go away. <laughs> I don't know why they're telling you that, but it's just not true. And the funny thing is when all their discount PMTAs get fucking denied, they're all going to be using it themselves because they're all hypocrites, most of Correct. them. So that's how well, that works. So That's what I've seen. Well, of course they are. They're all going to switch to it. They're not going to go out of business. They're all going to switch to synthetic, and they're not going to say anything to their customers about it. They're just going to secretly do it and hope nobody says anything. And then when they get asked about the PMTA again, but, you know, let me tell you something. I talked to a guy. I won't say who he is. He's a listener. He was talking to me, and he was telling me how um, he, you know, he would call juice. He would talk to juice companies. He owns vape shops, and he wants to buy juice. You know, he would just ask them, just curiously, you know, did you guys file for a PMTA? Not because he really cares. It's just he's curious, right? Even if they didn't, it doesn't matter. He's going to buy their juice anyway. He can't get a straight answer out of any of them. They all stumble. Mm. Uh, well, you know, what, what we did, they, you can't get a yes or no out of them. It's all these excuses. Well, you know, what we did was we did this, and then, and then uh, we have this lawyer with it. You know, just say no. He doesn't care. Most stores don't care. They just want to sell. Here's what's happening now. You want to know what's happening now, Lawrence? What's happening now is prices of e-liquid have gone up because they're using the PMTA as their excuse to raise the prices. We're back now up to $8 to $10, 60 mil bottles again, people. And stores are going, fuck, that's too much. And they're saying, oh, well. Kevin, I can definitely contest that one. Yes, it, 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 it's going back up. And people are like, fuck, man, those prices are going up. So you know what you do? Go get the, some fucking synthetic nicotine, bring your juice line back, and come back and say, hi, hey, guys, I'll do it for less. I'll mm -hmm. do it for a lot less. And they'll go, oh, really? Sold. Because they're right back up again. And, you know, they're, they're paying these outrageous prices. And these stores aren't going to be able to survive. They're already hurting as it is. They can't survive higher e-liquid prices. And then they're being told, well, you have to carry those because the FDA can come into your store and confiscate all your stuff. That's a fucking lie. That's not true. <laughs> okay? It doesn't work that way. What one of the 12 people that work there are going to come down all the yeah. way to your small store in the middle of nowhere yeah. to see yeah. if you're selling e-liquid. That's right. There's 12 inspectors for the entire FDA for this, and yeah, and they're going to come to your store. You have a better chance of winning the Powerball than that happening. So stop. Well, stop. So, 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 oh, my God. Oh, I'm my God. Myself. Are you there? Are you there? I'm here. Hang on. Hang on. I think something happened with your Skype because I'm hearing myself. Oh, you're hearing yourself? Yes, I was hearing myself. 
I was hearing myself talking to myself. (laughs) (laughs) But, oh, my God. I mean, seriously, people. People need to wake up. So, anyway, yes. The answer right now for them is synthetic nicotine. You can make, you can have it done. It's going to be a little bit more than what you're. Okay, let you know. Number one, if you, I want to get this straight, so people understand. Give me my microphone. I got to sit back for this. I'm going to fucking freak out. Number one, if you've been mixing juice in your house and selling it, it's time to stop. Wake the fuck up. There are plenty of co-packing companies out there that will co-pack your product for you for a reasonable price. Okay, Mm -hmm. you're not going to be able to sell your 60 mils for seven dollars and ninety nine cents anymore. You're going to have to raise your price. But you know what? You'll have e-liquid that's being made in a lab the way it should be. I understand some people make labs in their homes. I get it. But you know what? It's time to move up. You should it should be done in a facility. It really should. It's not that, you know, just pay the price. You pass. You raise the price a little bit on your juice. Your customers will understand. Say, hey, I want to step up. We want to move to a nice, bigger facility that's cleaner and better and make you a better product. And they'll be happy to pay a little bit more, a few more bucks. You got to do it. Everybody that's selling e-liquid should be using a co-packer, a facility to have it made. Correct, Lawrence? I mean, I don't know how else to say it. It's Well, Kevin, the funny thing is, is um, with our company, we have people that we do in-stores. We do inside sales. We do outside sales and online sales. And from uh, our outside sales group, they are saying as they're out, you know, doing their thing, selling e-liquid, they're, as they're pushing this, this e-liquid that is now synthetic base, they're explaining to the customers, they've actually, we've actually made it to where we do not have to raise the price very much. Right. So when they approach the stores, the stores are actually, especially since I'm out here in California where a lot of synthetic has been going around already, a lot of the stores are just shocked that we can still maintain the prices that we have. Right. You know, so we've actually been selling to a lot of people and a lot of these locations and, you know, the flavor is great. People love it. They can't tell the difference. And, you know, it's just for for us, it was just a better way to go, you know. Right. But people can also take their existing recipes and they can, you know, you just can't throw a synthetic in and say, done. You you, you know, you're going to have to tweak a little bit, but it can be done. And, and there would be very little to almost no difference for the customer, you know, no, no. unless, unless I will say this, unless the customer has a particular taste for tobacco derived nicotine, because tobacco derived nicotine does have a taste. Yes, it does. But I can tell you that 90% of people don't. Very few people really want that taste. Um, so for 90, over 90% of them, it, it would probably be better if anything. Um, there would be no little to no difference for them. If not, it would be better. So that, you know, you, you shouldn't have a fear of that. There should be no fear of that. Um, and I mean, I, that, that's, but anyway, I'm, I'm getting off track. I'm reading my, hang on. I've been, I've been on the air for 60 minutes already. Jesus Christ. Fine, <laughs> stay on the air. I'll keep the phone lines open in case anybody wants to call. 347-202-1162, which they don't. They rather come and say shit to me on social media than fucking talk to me like a human being. But anyway, um, yes, so if, if, you know, if you use a synthetic, you go back on the market, you can outprice these guys now. They're all going to be switching to it at some point anyway, so you're just going to get ahead of the game by doing that. Is this the, is this the answer? Is this going to keep you in business for the next 10 years? No. But you know what? It's going to keep you in business longer 
than if you're using tobacco-derived nicotine. Listen, you want to keep on selling. By all means, keep on selling. Keep on selling till you can't sell anymore. If you know if you've got a hit and you've got tobacco-derived juices and you go for it until they come and say you got to go away. You keep on doing it. But when they come and say that there is a solution, or you just change to it. Now, here's something I'm doing that I think is a good idea that actually Lawrence brought up. You know, I'm going to start introducing new flavors with it, and I'm just going to work it right on in. Bring out some new flavors with the synthetic. People go, holy shit, that's delicious. We love that. Then you get them liking it. Then you start taking your current flavors and say, hey, guess what? We're going to pop that shit in there. Now we're synthetic. This synthetic. Offer both. You can give them the synthetic version and the tobacco-derived version. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, there's, and that's probably actually the best thing to do is offer them both for now and let them make the, you know, transition over. Um, But you need to start doing that. If you want to stay, I mean, you can do what you're doing for now, but you really need to set up something where you're in that position. Um, the thing with Lawrence and, and just so everybody understands for uh, total transparency, I'm doing business with Lawrence um, because I like what he's doing. And I think what I'm what I'm going to do is I just eventually just want to I'm going to switch everything over to him so that when I want to turn on the synthetic key. He's right there. So, like, boom, I'm ready to go synthetic, buddy. Let's go. Boom, we're in. We're ready to go. Because Lawrence like has – Yeah, because you have the setup. You're, all, you're ready to go. You're, it, mm-hmm. Listen, if, 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 if you're concerned about doing synthetic, you want to do tobacco rye for now, just get a co-packer, all right? Lawrence's company does all that. They co-pack. And then if you have to switch, then you can do the switch, or you do both, or what have you. But you got you got to do something. You got to get out of your fucking houses, and you, you got to get a co-packer. And you can continue to do business. Actually, the juice market is actually really good right now because there's not much of a selection. Believe it or right. not, there's not much of a selection. A lot of people are just rolling over and dying, man. They're well, just not there even is. fighting anymore. And, and the only thing that they really have a selection of, of the, are the juices like the Candy Kings and the Keep It 100s. You know, they're all the same shit. Like, you know, few, just a few years ago when we had a lot of these smaller brands with all these great creative flavors, those are gone, man. They left. They're gone. And and vape shops really like those. They miss those. They're tired of the same bullshit. And so there is a market for it. Just come back. If you're that worried about the FDA, which have made very clear they're not doing anything. And let's still not forget, Donald Trump's still president, and there's still an executive order that prevents the FDA from putting shutting anybody down for any sort of regulation violations, anything, because of what's going on with COVID-19 right now. So keep on selling. But if if you're that worried then fine, go straight to the synthetic. It's there, it's not much more money, and there's a market for it. You you know, we can't let the industry be handed over to the over-sugared, fucking shitty, fucking $10 a bottle or 100 mil shit, fucking broke dick e-liquid company. You just can't. That's, <laughs> so, that's, not, that's actually not who it would be handed over to. If we don't fight the good fight and keep and we I mean, I respect all industries. So the over sugared industry, the under sugar, the the inspirational industry, the vaping advocates, they all need to stay in play because if they don't, what's the worst thing that's going to happen? You're going to have some crazy pharmaceutical company. Um, what's that guy's name? Bloom, Bloomberg, Bloomberg, Bloomfuck, Bloomfuck, whatever his name is. That guy has already had his hands on trying to develop a pharmaceutical e-cig, okay? 
had so his it's hands not about, on, he's invested money into. He's he's a partner. Correct. Correct. So it's not about we all have to understand it's not about saving lives. We know the country can give a shit about that. It's about eradicating the smaller businesses. And even though the businesses that are making four or five million dollars a month, that is small business compared to people that are making hundreds of millions a month. Now, the target for them is, is they want to eradicate everybody so that the only decision you have is a cigarette, which they own in, which they own shares in, or their pharmaceutical e-cig. That's, we do not want that to happen. Well, and, and, that, and you bring up, I totally forgot about that, and that is another reason why Joe Biden's not going to listen to you people. Michael Bloomberg has invested in a company. Now, how crazy is this? They're, they're, they're defining it as a medical device, and they're running it through FDA as a medical device. But all Ugh. it simply is is it's a product that you can vaporize nicotine, and then you can lower your nicotine intake to zero, and then you do zero, and then you're off cigarettes and nicotine. That's all it is. It's a step-down fucking e-cigarette. But That's how they're marketing it. Yeah, but that's but no, how, yes. I mean— so, I yeah. mean, and, and you're right. And that, and now Joe owes Mike plenty of favors. So when it comes to banning e-cigarettes, you know what Joe's going to say? Well, that's okay. My friend Bloomberg has something he's working on that's going to uh, eradicate all smoking, he says. So he said, you know, right. I, I mean, that, that's what's going to happen. Um, right. So, I mean, I listen— I don't know how much longer this industry, but it's never going to go away. There'd be a black market so massive, it'd just be uncontrollable. I don't know how they would control the black market of it. I mean, it's just not going to disappear. I think they understand that. But I also know that the Biden administration fully believes that you just need tobacco and, and not even menthol. They're going, you see how they're going after menthol cigarettes? They're going after menthol cigarettes. Have fun with that. No fucking way do I believe for a second menthol cigarettes are going away. No, no, no way. Too many right. are sold. No fucking way to bet menthol cigarettes are going away. States don't want to lose menthol cigarettes. They make a ton of money off menthol cigarettes. Fuck that shit. I don't, that's going to be very interesting to see how that plays out. Because e-cigarettes and vaping, that's one thing. The states will say all day, yeah, we'll get rid of those things. Menthol cigarettes? Oh, no, I don't know about that. That's and they're using they're targeting blacks and the blacks are like fuck you you're being racist by saying that it's gonna turn into a fucking war I mean I don't know what <laughs> I don't know what the fuck's gonna happen but uh oh my lord hang on a second Lawrence stay right there don't mm -hmm. go anywhere eight five nine area code hello well good evening gentlemen this how you doing, this uh, Kevin? This is the dude in Kentucky. I'm John uh, at the flea market. <laughs> I I know your voice by now, John. How are you, sir? Hey, well, I could be better. Uh, I live in the first state called for Trump again, and uh, I am in the vape business. Yeah. And uh, it ain't looking real good right now, but uh, <laughs> who knows? I, look, I am optimistic. I didn't say unrealistic, but I am optimistic. We'll see how this all plays out. I hope Donald Trump stays in office just for vaping alone. I, uh, but yes, I was going to ask you, and if you talked about it earlier, I apologize. I was That's a little okay. late tuning into the show today. Uh, DIY, you know, their sites up. Are we safe at all with that, with uh, Mr. Biden? With DIY, I mean, I don't, I don't know how they could possibly 
ban it, they'd have to ban the specific flavors unless they just made it. The only way I think DIY would be a th- be a, a threat is if they somehow were to control how nicotine was sold, like make it so like nobody could get nicotine. Because other than that, I, oh. I don't I don't think they but I don't think they really care. DIY is not an issue to them. That's not a problem. They could care less about DIY. Um, not convenient enough. Yeah, it's just, you know, there's not enough. They, they don't care. So I really don't think that's an issue. Unfortunately, most people won't go to DIY. They don't want to DIY. They're working. They're raising families. They have lives. They don't want to sit there and mix juice. And, you know, they'll just smoke again. I mean, it's unfortunate, but they'll just say, fuck it, I'll just smoke again. It's, it's, it is what it is. But, yes, I don't think DIY is, is, has a threat at all, unless it got big. Well, at least you're telling me that the vapors that are out there that have been involved in this for 10 years that do know about DIY, that do want to vape, so uh, they could at least scoot underground with that, maybe, yes. you know, or actually legally. Yes. And uh, so, I don't know. I mean, like, uh, and I'm not here to give you suggestions, Kevin, but like, you know, if I saw uh, some of your tea time, just the flavoring, you know, that you were selling, you know, right. on a 30 mil bottle. You know, I would grab it immediately. I'm just saying, if that was all that was available, and I've got to keep Mr. Biden away from me, then I would grab it. I'm just talking about existing customers. You know, and, and I understand. You, and, and you know what? Some, some companies are actually doing that. They're actually selling. I see that. They're actually selling their flavors so that people can just mix it you know, with a VG or PG nicotine mix and, and use them. I do see that happening. It's not a lot, but I do see it. Um, and yes, that is another way that, uh, you know, pretty much what they're doing in the UK, they're doing short fills, you know, they're, you're buying the oh, yeah. juice and the nicotine yeah. separately. Um, so yeah, but, I mean, but what Kevin, yes, even in the UK, even though they have short fills and aromas and all these other things, TPD governs a, uh, a section of what is permitted in the UK and they're 10 mils. Right. And. Their TPD products, the 10 mil products, sell outsell any of the um, short fills or non nicotine products by far. Because right, right, and that's a very likes convenience because it's convenience and, and perfect. Lawrence, Lawrence is absolutely right. You know, like you can buy a 60 mil uh, of e liquid out in the UK and then buy a Nick shot and mix it together because they can only sell 10 mil or less if it has nicotine in it. But he's right. People are buying all the 10 mil ones because they don't even want to dump two bo- a bottle of nicotine into another one and shake it up. That's how lazy a lot of people are. They just want the product done and made. So, um, Right, right. Yeah. But, yeah, there's definitely something there, and I'm sure a, a lot of companies would start doing that if it got that bad. But, That's um, the last resort. Yeah, yeah, it pretty much is the last one. Well, resort. it's like you said, you would have a difficult time attracting new customers. But people that have been vaping, say, the same liquid for years, they love it if this is it. I mean, the only way to get it, I do think some would definitely go that route. If it was as simple as, look, you right. pour this into this, shake it up, and it's exactly what I've sold you in the past, right. then they might do that. Right, right. So I guess we'll just have to see. Who knows? Maybe by some miracle, Trump's going to get some court to agree with him, and he's going to become president again, and we're going to have uh, fucking uh, civil war number two. Who knows? <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I mean, what? What you're telling me, Joe Biden got more votes than any candidate in history? Well, <laughs> why didn't the Democrats in, get in any more history, house seats than they in did? History. What is going on here? I, I, you know, I just find it. Sh- you know, I live in a very democratic state, unfortunately. 
But and and it's funny. Yeah, no. Even when he was running, even the dem- some of the Democrats here were like, like Joe, really, like they just weren't happy with that. Like they just thought they had no hope. It's just, it's just really amazing to me. Like he came out of nowhere. Like he was didn't even have a chance, and all of a sudden he's the candidate. And now I don't know. It all seems pretty crazy to me. But but you do have to agree, and I hate to say it, but it's true. If Trump did remain president, you know these they're going to blow up the fucking country. They're going to go nuts. They're going to start fires again. They're going to blow up cities again. It's going to be fucking out of control. I mean, it's it, it's it's this is some crazy times, and I've never seen anything like this in my life. Like I said at the beginning of the show, I've never seen anything like this in my life. And 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 I just honestly at this point, as much as I want Trump to win. I think he needs to concede. <laughs> I think it's over. I hate to say it. I don't want it to be over, but he just needs to go away and then come back in four years. He will win in four years. He can do it because Joe's going to fuck everything up so much that, you know, people will want Trump over anything. He can. He just got more votes than Obama did, and he lost. <laughs> yeah, well— and and here's the scary thing. This is what really scares me the most, okay? Uh, I mean, you see where I'm going with this. Yes. I mean, I fully feel like we've got a massive fraud here. It's just my opinion. More, Go ahead. More votes than people in the U.S., huh? Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> I just, I don't know, because I have, okay, so there was an incident in Pennsylvania where the state of Pennsylvania actually came out and said that there was instances where there was uh, Trump uh, votes going to Biden, which is insane. They showed the, the media didn't show the press conference. I saw the press conference. It was on the local uh, Pennsylvania news station. The reporters were gasping when she was saying it. They couldn't believe what she was saying. It was unbelievable. Uh, I did look up a few people that actually did die about, I don't know, 10, 15 years ago, but yet they voted in Michigan. <laughs> so, you know, there, there is stuff like that going on. The problem is, is I don't think there's enough of it or either that, or they're not going to be able to show that there's enough of it to make a difference. Maybe I'm right. wrong. I hope I'm wrong, but you know, I don't know. It's just no, it's not pretty much over, Kevin. It's, it, over. It, it's not looking that way because if it was going to happen, right. we would have known by Monday or Tuesday. Tomorrow's fucking Friday. There's still nothing. I'm, you know, and they did say that someone talked. It was interesting. I did read an article today that someone said they talked to Trump just the other day about this, and now I think he's going to concede. And I'll tell you why. Because he told this person that he's focused on starting a network now. He wants to start a network. He And he's doing it, I guess, because he wants to go up against Fox. He's pissed off at Fox, and he wants to fucking take him out. But I think right. he's pissed off at everybody. And I'll tell you what, that man starts a fucking uh, a, a cable channel, a media news channel. That's going to be fun. I <laughs> That's going to be a lot <laughs> gonna of be entertaining. fun. Oh, boy, that's going to be right. great. I mean, I, and listen, all he's got to do is just do unbiased shit. That's all. He's just got to do. He's just got to do news the way it was done in the 70s. Remember back. At, I'm sure you remember. You're probably old like me. Remember back. I in do. The, remember back in the 70s when there was I forgot where it was, but there was this whale that was stuck on a beach and they couldn't get this fucking whale off. It was like this. They didn't know how to get it off the beach. And then residents started complaining that it was smelling. So they had to do something. So these morons decided to put dynamite in it and blow it up. So the, the news media, and it's on YouTube. You can see this. So the news media went out there, and they filmed this, and this fucking thing blew up. And what they figured was is they would put the explosions behind it. They were hoping that it would, like, force it to, like, blow up and go out in the ocean. But what happened was is the thing blew up. It went straight up in the air, and flesh from the fucking thing started landing on people, landing on cars. It was crushing cars. It, it just ended up everywhere. It was a mess. 
<laughs> but in the reporting on it was phenomenal. But back in the 70s, you know, we just reported the news. We didn't have talking heads, all this bullshit. That's all he's got to do. And I'll tell you, he'll get a, he'll get, he'll get a huge, huge following of, of watchers because that's what's missing. That's what we're missing. Yeah, well, he should have done this. I've heard people say he should have done this three years ago. That's true. But look, it's hard to be the president and do this kind of stuff. I don't think they realize how much work's really involved here. They don't. And unfortunately, here's the saddest thing. And Lawrence, I'm sure you'll agree. Everybody has to agree to this, whether you like Biden or not. The reason why Pfizer has this vaccine coming out, which I'm not going to take because I don't trust drug companies, but when Pfizer has this uh, a drug coming out, it's coming out as soon as it is because of, dr- of Trump's fast track. Trump created everything that needed to be in place with the FDA and everybody else government-wise so that Pfizer can have this drug out by the end of the year. And Trump is getting zero Zero credit, no credit, none at all. The media will not acknowledge that at all. In fact, the governor in New York is such a fucking piece of shit asshole. He's actually talking against even having the vaccine because he knows damn well Trump helped put it out. And God forbid if Trump had anything to do with it, he doesn't want, he doesn't want the vaccine. It's like, are you fucking kidding me? Right. Um, you know, Trump took on China. He'll never get credit for that. He took on China. There's a lot of things he did. He's bringing peace in the Middle East, for fuck's sakes. No one's and done jo- that. And Joe Biden got more votes than this guy. <laughs> I'm supposed to believe this. <laughs> I know I may sound like a hardcore Yankee, even though I'm a Southerner. Yes. But this makes me very Yeah, I am old enough to remember Archie Bunker, by the way. Yes, yes. Good old Archie Bunker. I love Archie Bunker. But, you know, it, it's and yes, that's crazy to me. But, see, I, I kind of understand it because— Trump just gets under people's I'm from the East Coast, okay? I I totally right. get I totally get Trump. I get him. There's a lot of Trumps up here. It's not a big thing for us. We get it. To most of the country, they get offended. Oh my God, I can't believe he said that. You know, it, it's very hard for them to get around that, that he can be a regular guy and yet still be very bright, know how to run a country and do all this stuff. And they focus on all this stuff that he's said and done, and they don't focus on any of that. And, and it's a shame because his crassness and his bluntness hurt, hurt him, unfortunately, and it shouldn't have. It, you know, it, it didn't hurt him. I mean, he got ha- more uh, half the country. The, he got elected president for four years because of that, because they wanted someone regular that was, you know, but when he was in there, he right. did. He had a lot of gaffes that people just didn't get. I thought were funny, but, you know, it just offended people. And and a Joe Biden won because you had a lot of these people that said anything's better than Trump. And, oh. yes, Joe is anything. <laughs> I mean, any, they would have voted for a fucking Muppet if, if he ran yeah. against. It wouldn't have mattered. They just anything yeah. that was not Donald Trump they were going to vote for. So here's here we are. But, uh, well, that's true. Yeah, we are. And I admit, you know, the, the media does not like having somebody, you know, smart off to them and not apologize. And they had not seen anybody do them that way uh, ever yeah. uh, until Trump came around. Yeah. Uh, they don't want this to become the norm, you know. Uh, and by the way, I mean, I am. Uh, yeah. I, I, when I was a little kid, Kevin, I remember Richard Nixon choking up on television. Right. And uh I didn't. Under, I was too young at the time to understand what was going on, but I just remember uh, being in the room with, with. It was during the holidays. I remember my my family, grandparents, ever, and you could just hear a pin drop in the room. You know, 
Right. And uh, they were all Nixon supporters, I, I presume. They were all Republicans. But anyway, uh, and uh, I just uh, just remember over the years, uh, my, my grandfather always telling me, look, the media was out to get him. Yes, he lied to the people and so well. Well, looking back on that now, my gosh, Nixon, he's a saint. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, what we see now. Yeah. Yep. So, anyway. Well, hey, listen, thanks for taking my call. You helped reassure me a little bit on the DIY. And I'm just going to take this one day at a time now and uh, try to stay in business. If Biden is sworn in, we'll just, I don't know, I'll stay in touch and just take it, like I said, just one day at a time. That's all I know take to it do. One right? time at a time. You just keep on going. Like I said, you keep on going. You keep on fucking trucking. Don't let them stop you. Definitely. Okay. Hey, you guys take care. Thanks for taking my call. All right, man. Thanks. Later. Later. Okay. Excellent. All right. So, uh, oh, yeah. Where was that? I was going to say he was, he was talking about uh, Biden. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes. This is some scary shit. So, yeah, now that, and, and now that we have Biden, oh, my goodness, I forgot about this. For our friends outside the United States, I know in the U.K. they have already started a, uh, they're doing a, a lockdown, like a, a massive lockdown, big lockdown. So today, Biden's new COVID advisor comes out and says that, we need to lock down for another four to six weeks in order to stop the spread of COVID-19. Okay, Aww. listen. Back in March, uh, we all locked down. Like, every, we were in lockdown. The only thing that was open was, what was it, grocery stores so we could buy food. Um, well, here in Connecticut, the only thing that was open was grocery stores so we could buy food, gas stations, and that was it. I mean, uh, not even well, Walmarts or anything. I mean, it took a while for that. So... Everything. Oh, I didn't know they shut the WalMarts down. They no. never in California. They never shut off the WalMarts. I mean, they eventually opened them up here, but for uh, a good for the first few weeks, it was everything was closed. So right. then we did these lockdowns. We slowly came out. We're all out now. Blah blah blah. The shit's spreading again. Okay. So now Biden's solution is let's go lockdown again. That, <laughs> uh, <laughs> we've already locked down. We've already locked down. We've already, already locked down. down. It's not going to work again. And, what and, about people like us in California? We're still locked down. And you know what gets me is is I watch, like, like I, I was watching CBS this morning, and, and, you know, Tony says it all the time. I just want to tell Tony, please stop saying this because it's not the right thing to say. He says it's a choice between saving lives or the economy. That's not true. It's not between saving lives and the economy. The economy is costing lives. Suicides are up. Four to five times than they were. People are killing themselves because they're losing their businesses, their livelihoods, they're losing their homes, they're losing their cars, they're losing every, they're losing everything, and they're killing themselves. They're going into depressions. They're going into, I mean, it's insane. What's what it's doing to people's mental health is horrific. It, what it's doing to kids is horrific. That just don't understand what in the world's going on. And, the, I mean, it's causing death. Both things are causing death. The economy going into shit is causing death as well as COVID-19. It's that simple. So it's not a choice of lives or the economy. Both ways we're losing lives. I think the fallout is worse. Yes, and the fallout of, uh, of what's going to happen is going to be worse. Now, now here's what's probably going to happen so all you uh, Biden people understand because they're yelling and they're going, oh, Biden's going to make sure we're taken care of, unlike President Trump. You're right. You're absolutely right. More than likely, Biden and Miss Harris are going to announce some sort of 
crazy thing where you're going to get $5,000 a month if you have a family of four for the next four months. And if you have a business, we're going to give your business $20,000 so you can get through the pandemic. And they're going to get, it's called team free shit. You get all kinds of free shit. Team free shit's in effect. You're going to get all kinds of free shit, all this free money. That's going to happen. And then what's going to happen? Who's paying that back? Well, here's what happens. (laughs) About a year later, when we go into 2022, you're going to get your fucking check. And when double the amount of taxes is taken out, you're going to go, what the fuck? What happens? And they're going to run and say, why are my taxes doubled? You said you were going to raise taxes on people over 400000 a year, Joe. What happened? COVID. <laughs> That's what he's going to say. COVID happened. Lockdowns happened. We had to spend trillions to support Americans in business. That money has to be paid back. That's, that's what they're going to say. Yeah. You, you dummies. And they can't get that from the, from the rich. The rich have ways around it. That's sure. why they stay rich. Well, I mean, it's just insane that people are actually believing he's not going to raise taxes on over 400000 a year. They're not going to give out all that money for free. Someone's going to pay for it. We're going to pay for it. Mm-hmm. The Republicans are trying to keep these stimuluses down because they didn't want to have to do that. They want to be able to give us money and not have it cost us anything. Right. Joe doesn't care. Joe will give us all the free shit in the world, but you're going to fucking pay for it. Eventually. So, yeah. Yes. So you're not getting anything for free. You're getting an advance. That's all you're getting. You're getting an advance, <laughs> and they're, they're going to get their money back and some. <laughs> That's what's going to happen. That's it's, what's going to happen. It's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. So, so through all this night, and, and I do also agree. Someone did say, "Do you actually think Joe's going to attack vaping as one of his first things?" No, I don't believe Joe Biden's going to attack vaping as one of his first things. I don't. What I believe is going to happen is, is probably around springtime, when he finally gets all his COVID and all this other stuff he's got to get done. The anti-tobacco groups are going to pop their little heads in and be like, hi, Joe, remember us? And he's going to be like, oh, hi. And they're going to start filling up his ear, and they're going to start getting to him, and everybody's going to start getting to him, and it's, it's going to build up. And then by the time summer comes, he's going to be announcing a uh, full flavor ban on all these cigarettes. they got to be removed from the market. He's going to start his whole thing. People are going to freak out, and he'll uh, – now, he's not. Gonna, if we have a Republican if, – if, if Mitch McConnell stays, believe me, it won't go through – but he'll just executive order this shit. So executive order this shit. I think Joe will have a heart and let businesses sell to the end of the year before the executive order goes through so they can clear out inventory. And by 2022, there will be a full flavor ban on all these cigarettes. They'll be done. And then synthetic will still be going, and then he'll be playing with that too. Then you know, That's going to probably take another year or two, and then they'll eventually federally eliminate that. And Lawrence is right. States can go ahead and do their own thing if they want. But I don't think a whole lot of states are going to be fo- focusing on banning flavored synthetic nicotine products. I just, you know, they have other things going on in life than that. Right. So we also have to rewrite the books to yeah, do it too. Right. So that's what's going on with that. Now, unfortunately, I really didn't get into to discuss exactly what Lawrence is doing with his company and what to do, and I want to get into that. What I okay, so what how do you want to do this, Lawrence? Do you want to go over this now? Or do you want me to just do, do another podcast? We can go over everything what you do, who you are, what these people can do. I'd much to be honest, here's what we should do, Lawrence. Mm-hmm. You and I will get together. I can record it myself. We'll record like a 20 minute thing. Okay. We can discuss uh, your company, exactly what you guys do, what you're going to be offering for these businesses so they can stay in business, what kind of services you offer, everything. 
And then I can just have everybody listen to that so it's right there. Everybody can listen to it, and we can get it all done together. Because I know there's a lot of small companies that want to stay in business. They want to know what to do, and I want it all on. I don't want them to have to listen to all this mishmash to fucking get to it. I'd rather have its own separate recording. So, everybody, here's what I'm going to do. Sometime between now and, I guess, next Wednesday, whatever, within the next six days, I will find a day to sit down with Lawrence. I'm going to do a recording. We're going to do a nice 20, 25-minute thing explaining exactly what his company does, what he can do. I'll put it on the SoundCloud page. I'll put it up so everybody can listen to it. It'll be up with all the other podcasts, and we can uh, get into it with that. And then that way, if you have any questions for Lawrence, we can give you emails, numbers, everything. You can have everything there. Because if you're a small company, even a bigger company, and you want to stay in business and keep on selling, you really need to have the right services set up to do so. You have to have the right co-packing set up to do so. You, you, just, you just have to have the right shit set up to do so. And you have to be ready to switch to, to synthetic and be for it. And realize mm-hmm. it's not going to be this outrageous, crazy price. They've been. I, I was told that, too, in the beginning. Oh, it's going to be outrageously priced. I'm finding out that's not the case. Well... There's a lot more to it than that. It's with the outrageous price they're talking about is the initial buy-in. So you know, like I said, if you're a small company, making a ten thousand, fifteen, twenty thousand dollar purchase or something like that is 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 out of your reach. Right, but they don't have to do that. That's my point. No. My point is is that no, that's not, not necessary. You have a company; they can go to you and say, "Hey, uh, I have the sea liquid I'm having uh, done now. How much will you charge me to co-pack it and use your synthetic nicotine?" You're not going to come right. back to them and say it's $20 a bottle because no. that, that's what they're being told, essentially. So yeah. you have to understand that's not true. That's not what's going to be said. It's not as outrageously priced as you think it is. Put it this way. I'll say it again. And Lawrence, I'm sure will agree. If you say you're selling your e-liquid for $17.99 right now, a bottle, you'd have to mm-hmm. if you synthetic, you'd have to sell for $18.99. Or do what we do. We we don't even we didn't even raise our prices. Or don't even raise the price, right? But I mean, you know, I'm just saying to make up for it, they could just add a buck. If Could they can, yeah. If you're adding a buck, if you're an e-liquid company who went out of business because of PMTA and you're scared to stay in business, and you can go to Lawrence and you're and you only have to charge a dollar more to your customers to bring back your line and have it going again, they'll fucking pay it. They'll be like, fuck yeah, I'll pay that shit. Bring that shit back, and you have no worries. You have no worries. I know people are telling you, oh, synthetic, they'll go after you. No, they can't. Mm-hmm. They've made it very clear. You have zero. You can create any flavors you want. You can create any juices you want. You can come out with what, new whatever. You have no regulation. Nobody has any regulation over you. You can make the label say whatever the fuck you want. Mm-hmm. You can put whatever bottle you want. doesn't matter. Nope. I will say that there is regulations over nicotine because nicotine still is a controlled substance. As long as you're clear on marking that your product contains nicotine. Right. It's basically the same thing. Well, yes, I highly suggest you have a nicotine yeah. warning on your bottle. Everybody's crazy not to. I mean, you should yeah. absolutely do that. They don't have to, but they absolutely well, you should. Well, when that came in, Kevin, people were really, really pissed off about not having to put that warning, this product contains nicotine, on their bottles. A lot of the vaping industry really, really waited to the very last second to do that. Yeah, they did. They didn't want to do it. They didn't, a lot didn't want to do it, and I really didn't understand that. The only re, the only issue I had with it was how much space they wanted. Like, 
you know, I was told, and it was wrong, but I was told I had to have this big warning on the front and the back. It had to take up like 30% of my label. I'm like, what the fuck? Why does it have to take up so much? I don't object saying there's nicotine in there and the warning, but 30% of my fucking bottle has to say it? I, I mean, how many times I got to say it? Um, so, well, I mean, if you really think about it, it's more than that because if you count all the legal warning crap that goes on the back, of yeah. it, especially with the California prop warning yep you're you're looking at almost 70 percent of the real estate on the bottle is for legal right purposes right but i mean it's all fine and dandy you know that you don't if people love your flavors they'll they'll buy them in a straight white bottle that says flavor one yeah (laughs) yeah no and and you know i learned through through the uh years that um when i when i started tea time i used these very very expensive labels that were oh my god they had like this like felt, I don't know, it's crazy textures, this whole thing, they were outrageous. And I'm, and I'm going, what the fuck am I doing? Um, when I switched co-packers, he's like, dude, I can print labels up for you that wouldn't cost you anything, it's part of it. I'm like, fuck it. And, and they don't care. They don't give a fuck about labels, they just want tea time. They could give a shit. That was all just uh, ridiculous overspending for no reason at all. I bet you didn't have one single person go, hey, what happened no. to the great labels? No, not one. Yeah. Not one. Yeah. They didn't care. They didn't give a shit. So it was just all a waste of money doing that. Oh. Um, so yeah, and you're right. Like it takes up so much labor, but what, it, it, it doesn't matter as long as it, it just, I just see the industry eating itself. I mm-hmm. see these P- discount PMTA e-liquid companies going to stores and telling them they have to sell their products or else they'll be breaking the law. But oh, it drives me crazy. If you, if you own a vape shop, that's not true. Don't believe that. That's bullshit. Um, and I see so many companies dying, going away. Um, they can come back. You know, with synthetic, there's a solution. That's that's the great thing. They can come back. The, the vape is never going to be what it was. But you can still stay in business. And don't be scared off. And don't go away. And like I said, we'll do a whole podcast. I, I'll do a whole 20-minute thing that I'll put up. I'll put it up on the uh, on the VP. Oh, here's another thing. So, And I was telling Lawrence the other day, so people understand. I'm going to say it again. Watch this, Lawrence. I'm going to say it again. I've been doing this podcast 10 years. I have people send me messages on emails. They send me uh, messages on Facebook. They send me messages on Twitter. They find ways to communicate with me. The best way to get in touch with me, honestly, is either go to the VP Live Facebook page or Twitter and just post something. That's the best way to do it. I probably won't respond, but I'll see it, and I'll respond to you when I'm on the show. Um, and I really don't give out my email. I don't really have an well, – I'm not giving out my personal email. No, just go to Facebook or, or Twitter. You can contact me there. That's the best way to contact me. I'm getting all thrown off here. I have to end the show because I'm, I'm, I'm hungry and I'm tired and it's been a very long day. I've been waking up at 5 a.m. Why the fuck oh. am I waking up at 5 uh, – dude, for the past two weeks, I've been waking up at 5 a.m. That's what happens when you get old, man. And I can't go back start to sleep. waking up early every day. Yeah, I'm wait, and then I'm fucking like it's by seven a.m. I'm doing shit, and I'm like, and then people start waking up here like at seven thirty, and they're getting up, and I'm like already up two hours, and I'm like, so then, but what sucks is by the time like you know six seven o'clock comes, I'm fucking beat. <laughs> I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck, you know? And and you know, there's a lot of things that happen at night. I had the Masters today. I didn't really get to see a lot of that. I saw a little bit of it. Um. But yeah, I'm waking up at fucking 5 a.m. I don't understand. I don't want to do that. I want to. I'm I'm waking up at 5 a.m. and I and I'm losing weight because I'm not. It's throwing off my eating because I don't eat. Now I'm eating breakfast and dinner. 
I didn't eat breakfast for a year and a half. I would just eat lunch and dinner. Now I'm eating like toast in the morning and then dinner. I'm not even having lunch. Oh, like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like my shit. That's the most important meal of the day, too. I know. And it's I I don't know if it's stress or, you know, I don't know what the fuck's going on. It's been very stressful. I, I do notice, and another reason why you look at companies want to go into business, now that there's more lockdowns happening, there's a lot more sales. Holy yeah. shit, my sales have picked up because uh, people are Hold locked on. down. Yeah. They're going online. They're looking for e-liquid. Oh, right. my God. There's no time then. Well, now, the vape now. shops, a lot of the vape shops were closed down as well. Yeah. Which I don't understand why you could have Walmart open and CVS and all is open, but you can't have a vape shop open with one customer coming in at a time. Right get that but oh yeah so i was saying i'm sorry someone wanted me to continue i i'll continue real quick someone just sent me a message so if you want to support you know i see all these things oh yeah i love your show you should do a patreon you should charge or you know i want to support you i want to support you all these people want to support me listen that's wonderful i'm thank you for wanting to support me in some sort of way and support this show but if you want to support me i'm not going to charge you money to listen to i'm not going to do all that shit you want to support me, go buy some tea time. That's all you got to do. Tea time e-liquid. That's all you got to say in Google. If you say tea time <laughs> e-liquid in Google, it's the number one thing that shows up. No matter what country you are, anywhere in the world, that fucking shows up. Buy a bottle of tea time. If you have a store, order some fucking tea time. That's how, that's how you could support me. Buy my product. That's it. I don't want money right. for you to listen to me. I don't want money for Patreons. I don't want you. I don't want any of that shit. Just buy it, and if you don't like, and then you oh, I don't like tea time. Well, then buy it for somebody else. <laughs> I can give it to somebody. The fuck? A gift that keeps on giving. Yeah, or buy it and go to a vape shop and say, hey, will you exchange this tea time for something else? And they may say, oh, fuck it. I've never seen that before. I'll try it. Who knows? Buy it. That's what you do. That's how you support. You buy a bottle of tea time. And if you're in the UK, go to teatimeliquid.co.uk because now you can buy it in the UK. Because now there's tea time in the UK, and that's another thing companies and another reason why they should be going to Lawrence and having them co-pack e-liquids for them because you can go to other countries and sell. What right. I, you know, what I realize is, is in the UK, vaping is embraced. It's not going anywhere. Find some way to get out there. You know, I, I'm, I'm out there. I, I was in fact, shops and hospitals, Kevin. Yeah, I mean, listen. In fact, and 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 Tim, I was going to bring Tim on, but I he got busy. It's no big deal. Next podcast, I'll bring Tim on. Tim's going to be running Tea Time UK. He is Mr. Tea Time UK, is Tim. That's who he is. And he's going to be selling it there. He's going to, anything Tea Time's going to be done through Tim in the UK. I'll have him on. I've known Tim for 10 years. He's been vaping for more than that, 10, 11 years. He's been around forever. Really great guy. I've had him on my podcast in the past. I think the last time I had him on was probably two years ago. Uh, he was drunk and it was, uh, very entertaining, but I'm going to have Tim on, Tim on again. Great guy running Tea Time UK and expand. Get outside the United States is my point. The United States vaping is doomed, but it's not doomed everywhere else. Get outside the United States. You know, it's not it's not that hard. You can do it. If I can do it, anybody can do it. And I'm not very bright. So if I can do it, anybody can do it. But like I said, right. I'll, I'll put together a podcast. The next podcast that's going to go up is going to be discussing Lawrence's company. So if you're a store and you make your own e-liquid and you're mixing your own e-liquid, if you're an e-liquid company, if you sell e-liquid, you have anything to do with e-liquid, you listen to this because this is what you need to do if you want to survive. I, I, right. I, like, I, I like what Lawrence has going on. 
You can go in there. They do co-packing. Oh, we get co-pack. You want to do co-pack tobacco derived? Fine. Let's go for it. Oh, shit, I got a letter from the FDA. They said I can't do it anymore. Okay, well, let's switch over to synthetic. Let's go. Boom, you're still... That's fucking awesome. Just I mean, like that. That, that. Just like that. That's fantastic. That's great. It, you can start... You know what? You ever wanted to start an e-liquid line? Now's the fucking time, <laughs> motherfuckers. I mean, come oh, on. No, okay. I'm telling you. Don't, don't, take, don't take the monkey out of the box, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, now's the time. You, you know, you get it together. Okay, so let me ask you this, because I know this will be a question I'll get. Someone will say, I want to start an e-liquid company, right? So what do I do? I, I, want, I want to mix my flavors. Can they get a sample of, like, synthetic nicotine so that they can at least mix their flavors and then get in touch with you and say, okay, I have flavors now. I have juices. I'm ready to go. I mean, is, is, is there any way to can. do that? I mean, they could contact me. I, I'll sell them. Okay. I'll sell them anything they want. If, they, if it's going to help them on their journey um, and they need some synthetic nicotine to experiment with, oh, definitely. I'll send them over as much as they want. Right. So, so what you can do is, is you can say, I want to start a new liquid company. You can contact Lawrence. He'll send you a little bit enough so you can, you know, do some mixing and, and, and get some flavors, some stuff together. And then you get your juices together, you get them perfected, and then you contact him. You're set up. You're ready to go. Believe it or yep. not, it's not that much. It's not as much as you would think it is. I'm not going to discuss pricing and all that, but it's not as much as you would think it is. It's actually pretty affordable. The only real cost you have if you want to be a legitimate business, which I suggest you should do, is, you know, getting an LLC, uh, you know, that stuff. I mean, but but other than that, you know, once you get set up, the actual going into business, it's not as crazy as you think. It really isn't. And why not start a new one? Fuck it. Start a new liquid company. You should have all these people start new ones. All synthetic lines. Boom. Done. And, and I will say, Kevin, the, what's going to happen is all these people are going to say, hey, you know what? I've always really wanted my own e-liquid line. And all these DIYers that want their e-liquid lines, they're going to start experimenting and making flavors. And then the bigger e-liquid companies are going to force down on them and say, you can't do that. Right. But guess what? You can do that. And yep. there's nobody telling you you can't. That's right. Without diversity, this industry is dead. That's right. And we cannot, I cannot, I don't know about you guys, I'll speak for myself. I cannot let these discount PMTA companies who are sitting on their high horses right now charging outrageous prices because they filed a ridiculous discount PMTA um, take over the industry or try to, you know, monopolize or just take it over essentially take we can't let that happen it's not going to happen because they want all of you to go away they're like fuck you go away no don't go anywhere start mm -hmm. stay here stay here the more the merrier we need all these little companies to come back if you want if people say they want vaping to thrive well then you have to have these companies the biggest part of it is you have to have these companies come back stay in business new ones we have to have a thriving e-liquid industry again it's dead it needs yep. to thrive that's the only thing that, I mean, honestly, if, if we would talk about my story and my journey with vaping, it took me, oh, countless amount of years, devices, nick levels to actually find what would stop me from craving an actual cigarette. Right. It took that. And then it also took me experimenting with different flavors and and, and other companies to find a sweet spot of flavors that I enjoy that 
stop my nicotine, my, not my nicotine craving, sorry, let me, let me put my foot in my mouth with that, stop my tobacco craving, my smoking craving, because it's not all about just nicotine, it's an oral fixation as well that people have. Right. Yeah, so they have to be able to, to satisfy their oral fixation, and that's where the flavors come in hard. They're so important with that. You know, nobody wants to taste, No, I hate to say it, and I'm sorry if this offends all you tobacco lovers out there, tobacco e-love flavors, but honestly, a lot of people that vape, they don't want to vape tobacco flavors because it reminds them of something that they're trying to stop doing. Well, not you just know? that, that, that it's that, and most of them taste like shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I see. Okay, Kevin, I didn't want to go there. I did not want to go there. Well, it's true. That's, but, yeah. That's the truth. Like, honestly, I've tasted some tobacco flavors like, wow, this is great. But guess what? It wasn't just a tobacco flavor. It was literally a vanilla cream, yeah. you know, right. something crazy flavor with a little hint of tobacco. Right. But all the hardcore tobacco e-liquids, I just, I can't bring myself to vape them every day because... They remind me of something that I never want to be into again. And and 90%, 80 90% of people who vape, they don't want tobacco. The, the, the fun part of it is the flavors. The fun part, you know, I, I own a vape shop. I ran a vape shop. I owned one for years. The, 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 the fun part was them coming in and all the different flavors. And they could, that was what kept it going for them. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's not going to work with tobacco menthol and it's certainly not going to work with all the current market is just filled with all these over sweet fucking, Oh my God. You know, and they're getting stupid with some of these things. You know, this one's, uh, it's got a peach and it's got a cupcake and it's, uh, you mix it with a caramelized onion and it does this and it does that. It's like, shut the <laughs> fuck up. I mean, they're mixing 50 different things. It's so dumb. Like, you know, we just need our, uh, if you want the industry to thrive and at least stay relevant and keep on going, we have to have e-liquid companies. It's that simple. DIY is not going to keep the industry alive. It's not. It's just not. Most people will not DIY. Only very, very hardcore people who are very, very into it or people who are so cheap that they rather mix their own. Right. And but even just- that, though, for you to have a real vast selection of a DIY setup, you're going to have to have a, such a huge variation of flavors. Yeah. I wish we were on a video chat right now so I could show you yeah. the amount of flavoring that goes into that yeah. to actually want to have a big spread of DIY. So yeah. a lot of people are not going to be able to get into that. I mean, and, and, and listen, it's great for them, and, and it's an industry that I don't believe is going to go anywhere, and it'll be fine. Um, right. but I, I don't believe DIY is going to blow up because Americans are just lazy. it's true they're lazy you know that and that's why jewel did so beautifully because it's the greatest lazy person thing in the world you smoke the vape the thing you fucking throw it out i mean it's just it's an american's dream so easy so easy that's stealth vaping man it's stealth yes and and if i started you know in 2010 if if though if we had those things going on fuck yeah I would have been like, I'm taking that any day. Just fucking puff on that shit and fucking throw it out and move on with life. Um, there wasn't. You know, we had, we're forced to tinker with shit because the shit that was out sucked. Um, right. You know, I, I had a blue, my first thing was a blue six kit. And I didn't, just, well. I didn't just use the things and throw them away. I fucking would reuse them. I put fluval in them. I put fucking, you know, I, I buy juices. Uh-huh. And, you know, I would do all this crazy shit to make yeah. it work better. And, and, you know, and that's just where we were. But, um. I get it. Americans are lazy. 
But okay, uh, we'll do that. We'll get in that whole thing. I'll do a whole uh, uh, a separate thing where we'll discuss uh, what Lawrence does, his company, where to get information, what you want to do, the whole thing. I just want to make it nice and, and sound good um, without them having to listen to an hour and 44 minutes before they fucking hear anything. So, <laughs> yeah, um, I can't believe it's been an hour and 44 minutes. I, I told my wife, I'm like, I'm like, I'm doing it at five. I'm like, I'll be fine for dinner at six, six thirty. I'm not. Oh, no, you're probably she's right. I'm, I'm going on fucking. I had a lot to say, though. I had a yeah. lot to say. And, and, and I got pretty much most of it out. I didn't even get all out what I wanted to say, but I pretty much got most of it out. I, 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 I honestly feel being a, a being a fan of your podcast for as many years now as you really didn't get as much as you normally get out. <laughs> no, normally, normally you, you, you release a lot. You know, it it so. is it is a it is a release for me, an absolute release. I didn't even get into the whole fact checking thing. I'll do that on the next show about fact checking. We have fact checking now, where everything's being fact checked. I'll give you right. a, I'll give you a beautiful one before fact I checked. Well, here's a beautiful <laughs> one before I go. We have this Snopes, uh, Snopes website, and Snopes fact checks everything. So, I was on the other day. It said uh, there was a question. It said, "Did Kamala Harris?" Have an extramarital affair with Ooh. with Willie Brown that boasted her career. So there was a rumor going around, which is true, back in the beginning of the year that Kamala Harris had an extramarital affair with a married guy that boasted her career. So here's one of these fact checking sites. So that's the uh, that's the claim. So the claim is vice presidential nominee Kamala Harris had an extramarital affair with former San Francisco mayor and state assembly speaker Willie Brown, who gave her two political appointments that launched her political career. Now, is that true or is that false? Here's what Snopes says. (laughs) Snopes says it's a mixture. (laughs) Here's here's what they said. is Yeah, it's a mixture. Here's what they said is true. They said what's true is Harris did date former San Francisco mayor and state assemblyman speaker Willie Brown for a period of time between 1994 and 1995. In his capacity as speaker, Brown appointed her to two political posts. First was to the California Unemployment Insurance Appeals Board, then to the Medical Assistance Commission. And mind you, all through her campaigning, she used this many, many times. I worked for the California, so and it did. Those things launched her political career. What yeah. they're what they're saying is false. Is that although Brown was technically still married during the time period that he dated Harris, he had been estranged from his wife Blanche for more than a decade. Oh. So what they're saying is is what's well, true. So, yeah, he, he did do that, but the wife wasn't around. So, I mean, come on. This is so ridiculous. <laughs> it's absolutely true. The guy was married. I, I understand what they're saying. It doesn't matter. He was a married man. She was sleeping with a married man who mm-hmm. gave her two appointments, who launched her politi- put her in a position to launch her political career. No one cares about that. No. Though. Did she thank Willie Brown during her acceptance? No. Is she going to well, thank Willie Brown? Well, she really should. Well, she thanked him in certain ways. I uh, yeah, I guess so. I guess she feels like I already thank Willie, so fuck that. Willie ain't getting any more thanking. But uh, that this is the kind of nonsense we have to deal with here in America is Snopes 
and fact checking. And you know, I go and they're doing this all over Twitter. And you know, someone needs to say to Jack, where was the fact checking last year when all these people were saying that e-cigarettes are killing people? Where was the fact checker saying, no, that's actually not true? Uh, there is no current evidence that it's e-cigarettes. We're really not sure what it is. It could be THC, but to say, yeah, where were the fact checkers? There, there were no fact checkers. I don't even think it was any of that. To tell you the truth, I no. think it was bunk CBD. Right. It was bunk CBD. It had nothing really to do with the marijuana industry, nor did it have anything to do with the e-liquid industry. It was just somebody no. trying to capitalize on. No, what it, money. what what it was was it was a couple of guys who watched a YouTube video on how to make e-liquid with THC in it. So they did. They put something in it because they're stupid. They don't know what they're doing that would kill you or harm you very badly. They made up a bunch of this shit. I think it came from California, some warehouse somewhere in California. They distributed it out across the country. It fucked all these people up. When it got out, they said, oh, shit. They fucking shut down shop as fast as they could, probably left the country. They're probably still out of the country because they're so afraid. And uh, it didn't happen again because whatever they produced just went through the illegal system, and uh, that was it. It was gone. It had well, nothing to black do- market that we'd be yes. heading to. Yes, if we ban electronic cigarettes and vaping and the e-liquid, we'd yes. be heading to that black market because people are still going to sell it. These shops are still going to sell it. Right. You know. But Democrats don't understand black markets. They think you just uh-huh. ban something and it goes away. So. Yeah. Yeah. Good luck convincing them. I get that and you get that, but they don't seem to fucking comprehend that. So who knows? But that's what's going to happen. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to put that together. So next podcast will be uh, the discussion with Lawrence. I'll I'll explain it all. Go to Facebook and type in VP Live Talk Rate or what is it? VP Live Network. Type in VP Live. (laughs) I don't know what the fuck it is. What's my Facebook page? It's I think it's VP Live Network. It's the the VP Live the Network. The VP Live Network, yes. So you go to Facebook, go to the VP Live Network. You go to Twitter, just type in VP Live. Those two places I'm at, if you want to communicate anything to me, you have to go through those two places. Please, please, please. I mean, that's the best way to do it. Going on Twitter and sending a random tweet about, hey, asshole, blah, 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 I'm not going to respond to you. You want to call up and say, hey, asshole to me? Let's do it. Yeah, right. Live Network. But don't go on Twitter and do that. I'm not going to engage in that. I don't care. I'm just going to be like, whatever. <laughs> I'm just like, you know, if you know anything about me, which you claim you do, you know I'm not going to respond. You call in. I have a call-in number. It's here all the time. We just had a caller not too long ago. Anybody can call in. Trust me, I can't hurt you over well, the phone. It's just a discussion. Correct, but the keyboard warriors don't want to do that. No, they don't. They should. Yeah. They should talk to me. I don't want a keyboard warrior. I, say, I want to talk. Hey, I'm one of those people. Hey, if you have a strong opinion and you want to get something out, do it. Do it. Right. You know, yeah, call up and, and voice your opinion. It, it, without your opinion, then it'll never be, without you saying, it's never going to be heard. Right. Ever. That's right. You'll just be mad sitting alone in your room in the dark with your laptop. That's about it. You'll be listening. You'll be getting mad at me. You'll be yelling that <laughs> right. motherfucker. You know, just just get it right. out. Come and call in and tell me you're a motherfucker. Just get it out. You'll feel so much better. That's why yeah. I do this all these years I've done this. I just want to get it out. And you know what? Before I go, and I keep on doing this. This is the last time I'm doing this. Before I go, you know, <laughs> I, I was thinking the other day, how great would this be, Lawrence? So let's say you take a topic. I don't know. Let's say 
we take uh, gun control. No, that's a big one. Let's take a small one. Let's take, uh, well, that's a big one, too. I'm trying to think of a small thing. I don't know. Let, let's take uh, uh, a topic like seniors and, uh, you know, Medicare. I don't know, something, some sort of topic that you have Republicans are on one side and you have Democrats on the other. You take a Democrat, you take a Republican, you take that topic, you put them together, you debate and argue the fuck out of the topic, and you call the show, let's work this out. And at the end, you got to come to a solution. You got to work it out. <laughs> in the beginning, you're going to hate each other. You're going to go nuts. But at the end, the Democrat and the Republican have to work it out. They have to come up with a solution that, that let's work it out. How much fun would that be? So what you're saying is you you want a six hour, seven, eight hour show. Yeah, no, 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 no. Hour, <laughs> no, no, no. Well, that's no, show. that's the beauty. It'd have to be done in a certain period of time. You would have you could so take people screaming at each other for an hour. Well, hang and on. Half. Well, what you do is okay, so <laughs> let's say you take twenty minutes of screaming at each other because they're gonna want to scream at each other and say each other's right and they're wrong. That's fine. You take twenty minutes of call so people can call in and give their input on it. Then you have 20 minutes of resolve. You have to come up with a resolve that's going to be fair for the Democrat and Republican both. Let's work it out. Um, if I can prove that that can be done with these people, then I don't know. Maybe someone up, up higher will say, hey, maybe we got to start working it out. Who knows? Something's got to be done. Something's mm -hmm. got to be. I mean, at the end of the day, Biden, Trump, no matter who's the fucking that fucking. Well, whatever, it doesn't matter who's up there. We need to work it out. Something needs to be worked out. Where both parties are happy, we got to stop this. Fuck the one, and everybody gets you know, the Democrats were getting such a hard on. Oh, if we take over everything, we'll be in charge of everything. Oh my God! I mean, what the fuck? Why didn't the ones think like, what about half of America doesn't agree with our insane fucking politics? What about them? They don't care. You know, it's like fuck them. We want to take over. It's like Jesus Christ. Everybody trying to take over. We don't need anybody taking over. Everybody needs to work it out. Put them both together and just work it out. Keep them in a room till it's fucking worked out, and that's it. You'll is eventually... it just me, or do I share a difference in opinion of this? Do I feel like presidents don't really accomplish anything until their second term? Because I feel their first term, all they're doing is campaigning for their second. Well, yes, they have to. They, they're, they're setting themselves up for uh, for uh, the set. Well, I have to say, Trump's the only one that didn't do that. <laughs> but <laughs> right. other than him, yes, yeah, they're they yes, yes, they're they're setting up and they want to do their best to work it out, as I'm saying, because they do want to uh, get reelected because most of them are reelected. Right. So, yes, that's very uh, important for them. I agree. But uh, OK, there we go. I'm just doing work and I shouldn't be. OK, so, yeah, I've got all that set. Uh, I've got to wrap this up because I only got four minutes left and it only gives me two hours. It's been one hour and 55 minutes. Win! Oh, Win! hang on a second. We don't want to hear him again. <laughs> that what you yeah. know who that was? That was <laughs> I played at the beginning I played at the beginning of the show. That was uh, uh Kenneth you. Kenneth Copeland. Kenneth Copeland I'm gonna blow the coronavirus yeah, away. He blew the coronavirus away. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what he did. You know, there's yeah. a new video that he has up that's going all over Twitter. So it's his it coronavirus. No, it's not coronavirus. So what he did in this video is is he has uh, two cups of uh, of cranberry juice, and there's two guys standing there, and then he's standing there, and what he's doing is is he's cutting his hand with a razor, and then he's squeezing the blood into this cup. And then the guy standing next to him is cutting his hand and squeezing the blood into his cup. And then they're pouring the two cups together. And I guess they're going to share the blood or whatever. 
Um, but but the well, whole but the whole thing about this is is it's all an act. He doesn't really cut his hand. They're just all right. pretending. Like it's it's so weird. It's like it's, it's like they're theater. eight years old and they're playing pretend. And yeah, uh, it's all theater. Yeah, <laughs> it's nobody. It's because I was showing it to my wife, and then he goes to pick up the cup, and she goes, "Wait a minute! Did he just cut his hand? He doesn't have a cut on his hand." I said, "Exactly. That's the bizarre thing. They're <laughs> they're playing pretend." And he even uh-huh. he even like is like getting into it. He's like cutting his hand. He's like, "Oh, like it really hurts." He's not doing anything. <laughs> I mean, it's so nuts. This kind oh, of oh, you, you have to send me the link for that. Oh, it's wonderful. It's, it was all over Twitter the other day. It's so funny, but um, yeah, I gotta love Kenneth Copeland. I'll tell you. Listen, the may he's make he he's worth something like seven eight million dollars. Tax free money. He gets all tax free money. Fucker has a private jet. He ain't playing around, man. I mean, when it comes down to fucking uh, uh, televangelists that are just fucking full of shit, he's like just on top. But he has people who follow him. There's people that give him money. That's the insane thing. And my yeah. wife doesn't understand. She's like, how does he get them? There, believe it or not, there are a lot of old, lonely people out there that have yeah. a lot of money. They have a lot of money. They're alone. They're older. They're by themselves. They're on the TV. This kind of the Copeland makes them feel like they're loved and they're wanted and I'm your friend and blah, blah, blah. They feel like they're a part of something and they give money. Yeah. Um, and he knows that and they him and the others that do it they know how to work these people to do that it's actually very sad but mm-hmm. um i guess that's america right god bless america it's <laughs> great hey man you can't knock his hustle though you know nope nope he, can't does, knock what he it. does i i'm telling you you know he's 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 uh, you can't knock it i i agree all right, so uh, that'll be going up soon. Thank you, Lawrence, for coming on. I appreciate it. We're going to do a whole thing within the next few days. I'll get in touch with you, and we'll. Uh, it won't take long. I know exactly how to do it, how we're going to record it. So look for that podcast within the next three to five days going up. And then after that, I will do another regular ranting podcast with Tim, and I'll have a few beers, and I'll really fucking go off on some shit that I haven't tonight. And uh, I'll probably get flack for that too, but I don't care. That's just the way I am. Thank you, Lawrence. I will talk to you soon. Thank you for coming on. All right, Kevin. You have a good day. You too. Later. Later. Okay. So um, that is what's going on with that. I'm wrapping this up. I got to stop recording. Here we go. All right. I'm done. This replay will probably go up tomorrow, I'm guessing. But yes, it is. So anyway, that's it. I'm wrapping up. I'm done. Thank you for listening. I will be back again soon.